Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. It's your Friday crew. I'm Hamel Javeri. Joining me are Stephen Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. What's up, guys? What's up? That was so. That loud. was loud. That was unacceptably loud. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we have a really fun show today. We're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell. We have some thoughts on the hunting trip that Carson Wentz and Mike Trout went on. Uh, Plus this feature that we like to call not sports, but whatever. We might get into a beef of the week. We might get into a social media post of the week. So a lot going on. Let's start with Le'Veon Bell. All right. Here's my question. And I've gone back and forth on this. Do we side with the team or do we side with Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon. Wait, so break down the situation first. He is, I I don't even want to say holding out, but is like holding out for a better contract. Yeah, well, a long-term contract, which is understandable when you play football. And he plays one of the most violent positions in football, which is saying something. So basically the Steelers have franchise tagged him, which means he, his contract is up, but they can keep him around for a year. They have to pay him like the average of the top five players at his position. So it's a lot of money. He's making, he would make a lot of money, but he's holding out because he wants a new deal, yeah. which is understandable. So, I mean, some play, some fans are taking his side. Some fans are taking the team side. I, I, in these situations, I usually side with the player, but I could see why you would take this team side. Now, Evan's shaking his head and he can explain. Wait, no. so, so you're player side or your team side? He's I'm, team side. I'm player side. First of all, Last year, Le'Veon Bell held out for the exact same reason. He wants a long-term deal. And last year alone, he had 300 uh, attempts in the backfield. Like, on average, people are probably getting 200, 250. So a lot of wear and tear. A lot of wear and tear. And how old is he? He's 26. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He's only 26. Only 26. That's like but I know, but Middle in football age, years, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Like middle but running back years. Too. He's the best running back in the league, like all around back. And the fact that a team doesn't want to give him long term money. So let's say if he played this year and hurt himself, then he's not going to get that big of a payday in the up upcoming offseason because he's injured. So why not pay your guy now, keep him happy, and you can keep the big B's around. Yeah, but if you're if I'm just going to argue Stevens point for a second, though, is that if you are the team, you can see why you wouldn't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you have no idea how long he's actually going to last, because as you said, he's already had a lot of wear and tear. He's already 26. I'm not saying that the team is right, but I can see why the team is not giving him a long term contract. So my position on this. Once again, y'all, they gang up on me. It's two against no, 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 no. It's true. I generally think that teams should not give out long-term contracts. I, in very rare situations, is a long-term contract ever beneficial to a team? I'm not saying it's right, but if I was a team owner, I, I don't know if I'd be sending out a 13-year contract for a 26-year-old that's probably only going to play three years max. No, I'm thinking five years is the appropriate number of years to give to Le'Veon Bell. And I would do it so it's front low heavy. So you pay him his money early and then you have the options within the last two years to get rid of him or to do what. But like you at least have him for three solid years and you've paid him for his service. But but there's no they're having success without him. They're still producing without him. That just shows that he's not as valuable as he thinks he think he is. And then. The NFL is a salary cap league. Like, you only have so much money to spend. If you spend, 
I, I don't know what he wants, probably $16 million a year on a running back. That means you can't build up the offensive line, which makes his job easier. You can't pay the defense, which you need to stop the other team from scoring to win Super Bowls. Like, it's a salary cap yeah. league. So I, I could see siding with an old billionaire in this case, where usually I wouldn't. <laughs> I just and- think Le'Veon Bell has earned his money. I think – would you not agree he's the – Top three running backs. In I don't league. think that you. I don't think you can go by whether he's earned it. It's what he's going to do in the future. If you want to win Super Bowls, has if he you given ju- you any like reason to think he won't produce? You just covered the reason why I don't think he's going to produce because he's carrying the ball more than any other back, and it's running. It's like a position of attrition. Like those running backs usually fall off around age twenty nine. So. Yeah. He's already he's he might be either past his peak or at his peak. Yeah, I would agree that he's at his peak right now, and it's downhill from here. I think the fact that he's about to give himself half the year off, and he's going to come back dominant, and I think he's going to change that Pittsburgh offense if he comes back, and if he leaves Pittsburgh, he might be a bust. Well, a lot of fans are also arguing that he's being disloyal to the team by mm-hmm. holding out for more money and looking out for his future. That is a position that I really can't get behind because he absolutely has to look out for number one. He absolutely should be working to get paid because he understands what's at stake in his career and in this industry. So I totally agree with what he's doing. I just think that if I were a team, I probably would not be handing out long-term contracts. Yeah, that's my take. I agree. I agree with what he's doing. Like He should hold out for as much money he can get. Playing under the franchise tag is just a bad strategy for a player. I mean, you look at Earl Thomas for the Seahawks. Got hurt. And was expected to get, you know, some type of payday. Now he's probably gonna get less money than what he probably deserves, mm-hmm. and likely he's out of Seattle. Yeah, and it's a really sad situation, and he is kind of gambling, right? Le- Le'Veon Bell is taking a risk uh, by not just getting what money he can. Mm-hmm. I think I, I I side with Le'Veon. He should get his money. Pittsburgh tried to do him like the Cowboys did uh, Demarco Murray, and basically use him up get as much as you can, and then basically leave him out to dry. But that was a good decision by the Cowboys looking back at it, was it not? Your Eagles paid him, and they regretted it immediately. Wait, I have a, I have a question. I don't want to interrupt you, but I have a question. Can you think of an instance where a long-term contract has worked out in favor of the team? LeBron James, anywhere he goes. But he doesn't even sign long-term contracts. NHL players sign insane contracts like that are really top-heavy because people know that they're not going to finish out the full length of the contract. But it's I mean it's just like ridiculously unsustainable. There's no way these players are going to produce for the amount of time that they're being signed for. But they're not cap. They don't have a cap like the NBA to NFL. No, no, no. The NHL has yeah, a salary they cap. They do. Mm-hmm. It's just baseball. Then baseball is the one that doesn't. Yeah, because they gave a raw what like one thirty. <laughs> yeah, and I think football is just—it's just hard to give out long-term contracts in football, just because how teams get hurt. And the, and yeah. the NFL really has a hard cap, where the other leagues you can kind of like you can get, get around it by paying a luxury tax. The NFL you can't. So, I just think it's a different sport when you're talking about contract negotiations. But we can all agree that fans who are kind of calling him out for being disloyal aren't right. There's no loyalty in sports. You look at Demaryius Thomas. He just said that like he was told he wasn't going to get traded, got traded. So. Like, it's no loyalty in sports between players and ownership. Um, All right, we're going to move on to some fun stuff. But before we do that, we're going to take a break to hear from our sponsor. Support for the For the Win podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. 
it can be one of the most important purchases you'll ever make. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, and credit to give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They'll lock your interest rate for up to 90 days while you shop for a new home. Then, once you've found the one, if rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, you get to keep that new lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com FTW. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. All right, we're back. Uh, the other thing that I really want to get to is Carson Wentz and Mike Trout and the funniest, weirdest bromance across sports. They went on a hunting trip in North Dakota recently. I think it's the most violent bromance. They're killing animals. Is that fun? I'm, I mean, I'm a vegetarian. I'm super anti-hunting, anti-meat eating whatsoever. So the whole thing to me is just borderline offensive. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for that, but I don't really care. Evan's the resident Carson Wentz lover around here, so we're going to let him defend his boy. I think that what they did, nothing wrong in it, you know, just two guys having fun, hunting some ducks, <laughs> hunting some birds. Is that yeah. your idea of fun? Hey, you got to eat, baby. You got to eat. But it's not like he's it? wasting the food. He's, he's probably eating it. Or but what it is out. he doing with all that food? It's like 18 ducks. Where are you going to eat in North, North Dakota? <laughs> I mean, they have grocery stores in North Dakota. They have at least two grocery stores. They probably have a Target. They probably have a Walmart. I don't see what's the problem with two. Like, people fish. Do people have a problem with people fishing? I Yeah, I do have a problem yeah. with people fishing. I, I think that fishing is the same thing as hunting. Yeah, I don't see a Like, if you have a problem with hunting, you should have a problem with fishing. So yeah. I, I, I don't think, think I think a lot of people will look at if those If they went fishing, people would be like, oh, it's just two guys going fishing. Uh, hunting is a lot more violent, yeah. though. You're shooting an animal, like... I don't know. Do they shoot him in the head? How do I, they shoot him? I mean, my whole thing with their friendship, though, is that it might just be one of the weirdest, most boring sports friendships ever. How can you say it's boring? You don't know what they talk about. I mean, what one, what do you think they talked about while they well, were hunting? Well, Wentz, <laughs> what do you think? Wentz, Wentz told me that they didn't talk about sports. <laughs> so they probably just was like, hey, hey, Wentz, hey, car. Hey, car. You just got married. How was that experience? Man, it was awesome. I got to marry my best friend. Uh I dance, you know, there's a lot of guys there. He probably was at the, the wedding anyway, so it was just like, you know, from your perspective, how cool was that moment, man? I'm glad I was able to be there. Oh, man, it was so good. Can't wait for you to come back to another game. I feel like talking to another guy or anybody, for that matter, about their wedding is not an interesting topic to talk about at all. I don't even want to be at your wedding. I definitely don't want to hear about it. See, Steven don't have love in his life right now. So I just, I always won. Well, I they're out there for a long period of time. Mike Trout is what I've heard Ted Berg, our MLB writer, say. Mike Trout is a very nice guy. 
he is not a very interesting guy. Even his own father, even Mike Trout's own dad has been like, Mike is just Mike. Like, he just cares about baseball. I'm telling you, uh, if they invited me, I would go. I don't hunt, but I would be there like, hey. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't, wouldn't go because you would not go to North Dakota. I Stop would, if, it. If Carson Wentz invited me to North Dakota, Carson, I'm going. Bags <laughs> packed. Let's go. Wait. So I asked earlier if this could be classified as a bromance. And Stephen, what did you say? I don't even remember what I said. You said that if you travel to North Dakota oh, yeah. for anyone, it's a bromance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, like, add, that's love. Add me in the bromance then, Carson. I'm here for you. Let's go to North Dakota. All right. Do you want to move on to beef of the week? Yes. I'm this very is, exciting to excited to talk about this. This isn't beef of the week. This is beef for life. All right. Somebody's got to explain explain it to me. First say what the beef of the week is. Okay, so it's Ja Rule and 50 Cent, and this beef has been going on since 50 Cent first came out. It was like 2004, yeah. 2003, yeah, maybe it, even earlier. And it was before 50 Cent got big. Uh, ja Rule was part of the reason 50 Cent got shot. Nine, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly got shot nine times. And, you know, ever since then, 50 Cent had Wankster. Uh, ja Rule put out a couple songs. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. Like, these two are always – you know, every other year is just like, up. Oh, the beef is renewed. We're back. And I mean, if somebody tries to shoot you seven times, I don't think that qualifies as a beef. Like, I, I feel like that's attempted murder. Well, yeah, well, yeah but it <laughs> turned into a beef. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? How did this come up? Because this week or last week, there, uh, <laughs> Ja Rule had a concert and 50 Cent bought out like, I think like the first six rows. And the best part of like so they would be empty when he's so he's performing in front of these an empty audience basically, and the best part about it is that Fifty Cent said he got the tickets off a of Groupon <laughs> for fifteen bucks. That does not surprise me. I don't know the last time poor Ja Rule had a hit. So <laughs> was it him and Ashanti? So yeah. my question is: Is that too far? Is he going too far buying these tickets? Is it like petty at this point? Like is it is it is it pathetic? Like that he's still holding on to this beef. No, I love it. This is 50. This is 50 Cent. At like, if you want to know who 50 Cent is, this is 50 Cent in one example. Like, this is 50. Okay. And I I know you're saying, did he go too far? Ja Rule literally tried attempted murder on the man. (laughs) So, no, he's not going too far by buying out a bunch of, like, concert tickets. Question, though. You can only buy like four things max yes, a group yes. on at a time. So like, how did he get? How many tickets was it? Twenty? Yeah. Fifty? No, it was, it was a lot because he said he, he said he paid three thousand. So three thousand. I'm, I'm assuming it's like in the hundreds. So yeah, how many times did he have to repeatedly buy the max amount? Like that's a real investment in petty. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying did he go too far? Like did he cross the line? I'm saying like. At a certain point, you put in all this work just yes. to do this for Ja Rule. Like, and 50 Cent's not, he's not churning out hits either. So he's kind of past his prime. I mean, what? at this point, Ja Rule gets all the money. So he's kind of doing him a favor. Off $3,000. 50 Cent is making money off power. So that's where his income is coming okay, in. But 50 has done a very good job diversifying his revenue streams. Ja Rule probably has it. Ja Rule definitely has it. Ja Rule's like, yo, I'm about to have a lot of people at this concert. <laughs> and there's another part of this beef 
apparently this week uh, 50 Cent is trying to buy Ja Rule's catalog so he would make money he would oh make money God. off of all of Ja Rule's songs that's like the ultimate yeah. win that ends the beef he, I definitely it. think 50 is playing this a lot smarter mm. than Ja Rule it's just a little pathetic <laughs> my, my, my I love it keep going 50 alright social media post of the week what you got do you want to go with this? So for me, it's what just has has just happened recently, and I think is very surprising to everybody. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, a couple who I love, announcing on Instagram that they just had a baby via surrogate. And my problem with the picture is that she has a hospital gown on, and I don't understand why. The pictures are of them in the hospital bonding with the baby using something called skin-to-skin contact, which I think if you are a normal functioning adult, you know what skin-to-skin contact is. But apparently Stephen and Evan don't. That was a subliminal shot. It wasn't even subliminal. It was, subliminal. It was out there. She just she just dissed us. She just 50 cent us. I feel like Ja Rule right now. I'm about to have Hemel shot nine times. <laughs> but no. Wow, that got dark. But no, I, I just don't... I. Hemel explained this to us before the podcast that apparently the baby bonds with the first skin it makes contact with. And I just don't know how you could scientifically prove that. Like, how do you. So, so doing so refining my earlier statement, skin to skin contact is supposed to help the baby bond with the parents. But it also does, you know, creates a sense of safety for the kid whose senses aren't yet developed. They, They can't see. They can hear and they can smell. So that is how they bond to their parents. And you'll see in the photos that Dwayne Wade has a shirt off, too. It, he's just trying to flex. <laughs> I think they're both just trying to flex. They're on just us. trying to flex on us. Come on. It's called um, it's based off of a study from the 70s or early 80s about how kangaroos raise their babies. It's based off kangaroos. <laughs> they have pouches. They can do this all day. That's that makes it's your called, argument worse. No, it's not my argument. It's science. It's called kangaroo care, and it's recommended by the American Pediatric Society. And you can you can tell by the way we're talking about this that nobody on the show has children because you would have learned about it. First of all, you just you didn't bring up the kangaroo before we talked about <laughs> this before the show started. So the fact that you're going off a kangaroo study, this, I'm. I'm not. It's American Pediatric Society is called Kangaroo Care. And it like emphasizes skin to skin contact as a way of bonding with the baby. <laughs> You're there, looking at me right now. There's something sinister going on here. They have <laughs> ulterior motives. This is one of the first times where I'm not being attacked and Himmel is really def- defending her. Just wrong claim I'm, right now. I'm, <laughs> I, look, this is not me. This is not me making stuff up. This is literal science. Like, and it's recommended by people who are a lot smarter than Where, me. Yeah, a lot smarter <laughs> than all of us. Wear a robe. That's all I'm saying. I, I feel like she's trying to act like she's the one that had that baby and she didn't. If, that's all I'm saying. If you didn't know, you'll be like, she had a baby? I really think they just did it for the pics. Oh my God. Look exactly. at them. They, they did, did it for, for the pics. That's all, that's all we're saying. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up the show for today. I think Evan's about to lose his mind. Thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we will see you next week. What would I be without you?